I love this next story that we're going to talk about with Scott Schentz because we know there are people who take advantage of pretty much anything that is good. And that's just the nature of humans. That is just our psychological makeup, right? It always happens. But now there might be some payback on that front. And Scott is with us to talk about that this morning. Good morning. Hi, Simi. A reckoning is coming. I love it. I love it too. Yeah, we've talked a lot. And first of all, I would like to say that I don't think that we're necessarily um, pre-programmed to take advantage of situations that are put out before us. I just think that in a oh, world- I think it happens. It's inevitable. I think it happens. I think it happens. I just, you know, I think that it doesn't, it, it doesn't have to happen. And I think we've gotten, a, a lot of people have gotten a little bit too liberal with taking advantage of some of these policies, specifically return policies. That's something that you and I have talked a lot about. It's almost become like a running gag in society of like, guess what I returned? A Christmas tree to Costco that I've used for 10 years and they took it back and well, it, it becomes a joke. And this started, I think we talked about it last week when there was a woman who seemed quite proud of herself on TikTok because she returned a couch years later to Costco because she just didn't like it anymore. And I thought, well, that's ridiculous because now if I were Costco, I would change my return policy because of people like that. Yeah. And the thing is, companies like this put in return policies as a way to serve the customer and to try to, you know, grow customer loyalty and keep people coming back. The idea behind it is good, but then it's people like Couch Girl who ruin it for the rest of us. Like Costco is going to change. But then again, if we're not taking advantage of it, it's not really ruining it. But the story that I found... Me and I loved this. This is from New York Magazine. They have a fashion section called The Cut. And a lot of people buy clothes online. It's not an uncommon thing. I've done it. We've all done it. But what these two companies, one website is called ASOS. I've bought shoes from there, ASOS. And then Essence is another one. They're both like, you know, pretty legitimate fashion retailers. And both have taken it upon themselves to ban certain customers for returning too many items. Now, I know that people do this. What they'll say is, well, I'm just going to order three of them and whichever one I like, I'm going to keep. I'm going to return the other two. Yeah, and that's exactly what we're talking about here. They're not say- They're not just saying, oh, you can't return anymore. They're saying, you can't even buy from us anymore. Like, we don't even want your money. You're a bad person and you've been grifting <laughs> and you can't do this. And now, they, they do say, like, Yes, this is a common thing. Like you, it's okay to buy two or three of a thing and and then return them. But if you think that you're like taking, you know, buying three or four things um, and then wearing them and then returning them, the companies are saying that they're aware of what's going on here. They're smarter than that, and that's going to stop because those items that you're trying on and wearing, they're not getting resold. They're going into a landfill and you're eating into the company's bottom line. It's just, it's a terrible thing to do. It's going to make things more expensive over the long term. And what you're talking about, ordering two or three things so you can try on a different size or a different style, see how it fits and then send the rest back. That's fine. But there are stories, Simi, of people ordering hundreds of dollars, like like dozens and dozens of, of clothing items using one and then returning the rest. And people who may be using them for, I don't know, a photo shoot or like hmm. a, a fashion blog, that type of thing. So they call it excessive return rate. And so if I've identified you as a customer with an excessive return rate, for instance, there are people who, who shop and use it as though it's a fitting room, as opposed to you're buying these items. As in, I want to try this stuff on, so I'm going to buy it, and then I'm just going to return what I don't like. 
And so that's, that's what they say. They identify. And what I like about this now is that they can target the actual, rather yes. than punishing everybody by saying we're changing our return policies, they are targeting the people who specifically have an excessive return rate. For instance, the example person that they have in their article is someone who says that she has been steadily returning items to this particular outlet, this Urban Outfitters in this case, once a month since high school. That's insane. Since she said without problems, she's been doing it for years. So she just orders a bunch of stuff, like $200 worth of stuff, returns $100 of it, keeps $100 of it. And they've just decided that they've had enough. Yeah, absolutely. They, they Oftentimes, companies pay for the shipping, so that's a cost for them. Sometimes the stuff gets damaged, or maybe people, like we all know people that do this, they'll buy something, order something, wear it once, like, hey, I'm going to a fancy event, I need a tuxedo. Wear it once, and then return it. We all know people that have done that. And companies are just starting to say, forget that. We're Like, we're not idiots, and you're not pulling some very... Uh, a genius scam and it's over. And I feel like this, Simi, could be a, a shift back towards common sense. You know, I like I that. So. I really, that company, like a few companies have seen other companies do it and they're thinking, well, if they're doing it, we should do it too. Let's look at the math. We're losing money on all these returns. And I also just don't like the idea that people are feeling so darn entitled. <laughs> I don't. I think just to play devil's advocate here for a second, I think what some of them would say is, well, listen, they want us to buy online. I can't go to the store. There's no like ASOS store that you can go to and figure out what your size is. Right. Which is something that I've done in the past is that I will go to the physical store, try a few things on to figure out what my size is. And if they don't have it there and then buy it online. Right. But you can't do that with some of these because these are strictly online outlets. So allow me to be devil's advocate. Is it fair then to punish people when you don't have a place where they can go and try these clothes on? Well, I think, okay, I think that it's... It's a case-by-case basis, and like you say, it's cool that they can do this on a case-by-case basis because, yes, we've all done that, and I've ordered two of something and sent one back, but I don't do it every month. Like, who are we really doing this every month, like ordering a pair of shoes? Yeah, that's a lot. That feels like a lot, oh, right? Oh, don't get me wrong. I agree with you. I was just playing devil's advocate there Yeah, and I think that, you know, if you do that two times a year— one, three times, once a year, you know, like that's, uh, and I know people buy things a little more regularly than that, but you know, they have size charts. They have really accurate size charts and companies are starting to be a little bit more, um, focused on their sizing so that they don't have to deal with this. Interesting. Yeah. Almost a billion dollars worth of returns last year we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. I love this. Scott, thank you. A return to common sense. Oh, nice. Nice, Scott. Uh, Do you agree with this? Do you think, no, they should let people just return whatever they want? Or do you think, no, no, people are abusing this. If you've got a story too, would love to hear it. 